The polls are clear. Joe Biden has a large national lead averaging at nine points, while key states like Florida, Texas and Arizona show the nominees neck and neck as they make a final push to drive their supporters to the polls ahead of Tuesday's final day of voting. Joe Biden is the Democratic nominee. Over 90 million people have already voted. Already voted. They've had enough. They've had enough. There's too much on the line to sit it out. We only have two more days. Two more days we can put an end to this presidency that is from the very beginning sought to divide us, to tear us apart. Folks, in two days, we can put an end to a presidency that has failed to protect this nation. In two days, we can put an end to a presidency that fanned the flames of hate, poured gasoline on every opportunity he had all across this nation. As COVID-19 cases spiral, the president continues to downplay its impacts, erroneously saying the country is turning the corner on the pandemic while floating the idea of firing the country's top public health expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who has warned that the country is going in the wrong direction. We're going to have a safe vaccine that ends the pandemic. Without it, it's rounding the turn. I say it's, it drives them crazy. It's rounding the turn. Because all they want to do, you turn in the news, COVID, 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 COVID. We'd like to talk about COVID. And then next time, here's what happens. November 4th, you won't hear too much about it. You won't hear too much about it. Don't tell anybody, but let me wait till a little bit after the election. With tensions at an all-time high, scenes of Trump supporters encircling a Biden-Harris campaign bus in Texas, leading to a collision with a support vehicle, or blocking traffic on major highways in New York and New Jersey over the weekend, or boarded up storefronts in major cities, growing fears that a worst-case scenario is not without merit. Listen to Jennifer Brandel of consulting company Harkin, who has warned newsrooms to prepare for the election to go off the rails. There are powder kegs everywhere and matches being flicked in every direction. So there's misinformation and disinformation, which has been with us for a long time, but will be highly uh, leveraged by bad actors in the coming weeks. Um, there's also the fact that uh, mail-in ballots, every state is different in terms of uh, counting them. So we're not going to know the results likely for the presidential and other races, key races, for a while to come. And when there is that ambiguity and we've been ratcheting up this tension for so long, it allows either side to claim victory or to um, start to uh, incentivize their supporters to go out and protest. And with record turnout to date and a surge in the use of mail-in ballots, concerns that a winner might come later than election night. I think it's terrible when we can't know the results of an election the night of the election in a modern day age of computer. I think it's a terrible thing. And I happen to think it was a terrible decision for our country. My response is the president's not going to steal this election. So after months of campaigning in what feels more like an eternity, we stand on the precipice of a historic few days in the United States, both nominees representing two visions of a country that could not be more dissimilar. A victory for either candidate would mean devastation for the losing side. And with doubts being cast around the credibility of these polls from one side and without evidence, the collapsing levels of truth where fact is treated as fiction, the stakes are high and America's anxiety has reached a premium.
I'm Sherman Bryce-Bees in New York.